0: Hey, dorks, coming at you from the Lone Star State, a pop culture podcast about movies, TV, toys, and other dorky things, with a twist of real-life dad stuff, too. So here he is, Lucky the Dork Dad. This is the Dork Dad Podcast.
1: What's up, dorks? Lucky here with another episode of the Dork Dad Podcast. So where have you been? Or should I say, where have I been? I have been over on the RLU, that's the Raw Live unedited podcasting network where over the past month or so month and a half we've been running a Jeopardy style game show that I helped them start up so if you want to listen head on over to the RLU and play along with us it was lots of fun taking everybody from all the different shows on the network where we had a final RLU Jeopardy tournament of champions So not only was I doing that, I was also asked to be a part of Geek Out S.A., which S.A. stands for San Antonio. For those who don't know that I am here in Texas. They asked me to be part of their YouTube show. They have a YouTube, they stream a live show every Friday. And um, so that was lots of fun. They wanted to talk about podcasting and how I got started. And maybe some tips and tricks for anybody out there looking to get into podcasting. So again, I want to thank Geek Out SA, S. Vince and Colleen Guzman for inviting me over. Had lots of fun. Um, they had a lots of cool stuff. We, we had some good conversation before and after the show. Um, then You know they're cool. Or you know when you made it when um, they have a tech guy. They actually have a tech guy where he he was behind the scenes running everything but uh, I want to say his name was Stuart hopefully I didn't get that wrong but um, it was nice meeting him as well had lots of fun so go check out Geek Out S.A. on YouTube aside from that it's been the same old same old here at the homestead Um, they started opening the city back up and of course, what happens? We're getting more and more cases. We're setting records now for for Texas. If we're with new uh, positive cases of COVID, we are now, I believe, like the number two hotspot in the country, which is crazy. So, people, please be safe out there and wear your masks. I know people don't like to wear the mask; they don't think they do anything, but just be careful out there. I know some people don't seem to think about it until it affects them. So please do not let that happen to you guys. Be safe. So what are we getting in on today's show? Well, I had the pleasure of talking to Chris and Alfred from the Comic Book Characters Podcast, which is another local podcast right here in San Antonio, we start off talking about podcasting. They've been doing it for a little while. I guess you could say they're veterans uh I don't think we talked about it, but they were nominated for uh the best in San Antonio as far as podcast uh, I don't think they won. I'm pretty sure they didn't win but but um, they were nominated, so that was cool. uh they're two crazy guys. Uh, We get into some Batman talk. I don't think we meant for it to take over the show, but we definitely get into some Batman. And also, I started a new segment. Well, kind of new. I used to post up the Dork Dad questions if you've been following me on the Instagrams and Facebooks. So now I, I integrated that into the show. So... I think whenever I have guests, I'm going to start to close down the show with um, 10 Dork Dad questions. And hopefully, you guys think it's a lot of fun and something I'll, I'll do moving forward. So, let's get on with the show. Here we go with Chris and Alfred from Comic Book Characters. <laughs> Sometimes my, uh, my internet sucks and I'll come in kind of choppy over Skype. But uh, hopefully you can hear me.
2: Oh, yeah. No, you're coming in crystal. Okay. Uh, I messaged Chris. I just messaged him right now again to let him know that we're both on. So hopefully. Okay. We'll in a second. Um, yeah, I got to finish watching the uh, the geek out essay. Uh, say, uh Segment. YouTube segment. Appreciate the shout-out, too, man.
1: Yeah, I tried to shout-out whoever I could.
2: Yeah, and you shouted out Invincible, too. Uh, Yeah. uh, yeah. I'll let uh, other Chris Rizzo know that if you haven't already told him. I'll let him know. I'll appreciate it. Okay. Chris says he's on. Okay. Let me... uh... Hey, yo!
1: Hey, what's going on, man?
2: What up? Yo 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 yo
1: yo! All right, so we got the dynamic duo.
2: <laughs> hmm. I think it's like it's, it's Chris is dynamic, and I'm like uh, I'm more like a matte finish.
0: So all right.
2: Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're adding you're adding weight to the car. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't actually. <laughs> it's all unseen, but it's felt. You know. <laughs> That's what I tell that's the ladies, anyway. That's, that's
0: even worse. Yeah, that's no, I know, I know it is.
1: <laughs> all we need now is a sound deer. What do you call him? Your sound boy? Yeah, Sandy. Oh, there you go. Come on, yeah. man. I, okay. I, I need to give me one of those.
2: So Chris is the sound <laughs> engineer. He's the one that handles all of that stuff. If you have any of those questions, I would. I mean, I've I've messed with it. Uh, maybe one time with a different program but chris is definitely the uh
0: the expert and the yeah i've messed up enough to know what to do now master of the of the of the sounds
1: yeah i'm always trying different stuff you know i got mixers and different mics and trying different equipment but Mm. uh i don't know it's all fun to me playing around with stuff
2: Do you you have the thing where, like, this is what happens to me. I start getting really... I'll get into something about changing something with the podcast, and then I think it's going to be an improvement, and it usually is, but then it ends up affecting something else where I'm like, well, I don't know if I like that. (laughs) You know, I don't know. Like, if you... I I used to try to use a mixer before, like, a physical mixer. Yeah. Yeah. At first, I really liked the options, and then, like, but it just kind of became overwhelming so i went back to doing it uh like the the mixing and the editing digitally but i don't know
1: yeah i mean i i like doing it myself i use audacity i audacity i don't know what you guys use but... yeah yeah
2: that's what we use yeah it's a great program
1: yeah to me it's just easier um the mixer just complicates things i mean it's nice if you have other people here with you you can right. plug in multiple mics um but other than that, yeah, it just sits here. I'd rather just use, you know, I have a USB mic and just hook up if I'm doing something over Skype. Right, it's right. Just, it's just easier. Let's see. So it's, it's going to be pretty informal. I mean, <laughs> um, the way I kind of do things now or the kind of things I was doing before this whole COVID thing. I'll do like a separate intro and I'll kind of I'm gonna talk about some stuff that's going on with me and then I'll. I'll kind of talk about um, who I'm gonna have on. So mm-hmm. there's like really no formal introductions. We're just gonna kind of after I do my part, I just, we're just gonna like go into us talking. Okay. K- kind of like um, I don't know if you ever listen to Chris Hardwick's podcast. It's like they just start talking and just the way it starts.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've heard it before.
1: Yeah. Before uh, uh, I haven't listened to it. In since he moved away from Nerdist, I don't know if he he's, they sell Nerdist or or they kicked him out.
2: <laughs> yeah, awesome you know thing. what? I don't know. I used to see Nerdist uh, posts come up on my Facebook feed all the time, like the live videos yeah. with uh, what's their name, Chobot, Chobot. Yeah, it was like Jessica Chobot or whatever. And you know, now that you mentioned it, I was like, wait, I haven't seen one of those in a while, so. I, I, well, know, I know. The-
0: I know. Meltdown Comics kind of folded, and that was like where they had the Nerdist like studio, whatever, in the upstairs. Oh right. So I wonder if the whole operation in LA kind of went south. Oof. I mean, yeah. I bet
2: the overhead was ridiculous. So.
1: Yeah, because I know his his podcast feed is now called uh, ID10T. It's like you know, it's spelled like idiot. Right. Uh, I don't know, but it's not oh, Nerdist whoa. anymore. So. We got Chris and Alfred from the Comic Book Characters Podcast. What's going on? Uh, and Soundy. And Soundy. <laughs> oh,
2: man. You knew he had to make an appearance, though, right, Chris? He wasn't going to, like, just
0: sit in the shadows? He's he's not one for standing outside in the hall. He just comes bursting into the door like that. He's, I'm sorry. he's I'm- not...
2: He's not a fan of social distancing. No, no.
0: He's such an he's such a, uh, like, unworthy son. I hate him so much. <laughs> lucky, uh, yeah, thank you so much for, for having us on.
2: Uh, this is Alfred, by the way, for those that are unfamiliar with my voice. You are so lucky, and I'm sorry to have to do this to you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, well, I'm one half of, uh, as, as Lucky said, uh, the dynamic duo of, of comic book characters. And uh, ha- happy to be here, happy to be here.
0: Yeah, yeah. thanks for having us on. This is Chris. Uh, I usually include a non sequitur in my... I still haven't figured out, like, a proper, like, epithet for me. Like, yeah. Al is a friendly neighborhood podcaster. Friendly neighborhood because I love Spider-Man so much. But I I, I like changing mine up every now and again, so I think... La- yeah. What was that last time, like, uh... Uh, I think it was Chris. Just canceled the NBA season already. Yeah, man, um. they really should cancel <laughs> that season,
2: too. Now, I mean, Florida is just about to fall off the map. What are they doing?
0: It's that bubble. The, every bubble is going to burst, man.
2: Also, like, man. we're in Texas. We shouldn't be talking.
1: I don't know. Yeah, we we hit, like, milestone every day, it seems like, now, with this it's, whole COVID.
2: It's rough. It's rough out there.
1: All right, so comic book characters, this, what, for those who don't know, what is your show about and where can they find you?
2: Okay, well, I think that, I think, and this is all Chris, uh, Chris's brainchild in terms of the internet presence. He may, was able to log us into a domain, which is comicbookcharacterspod.com. Yes sir. And that that'll take you straight to our Facebook hub. But I think eventually what we're gonna do is get like a link I think they're called link trees or link tees where it's gonna take you to a website and then you'll have like all the different links to, to get to anything that we do. Like the Spotify um, link, the yeah, SoundCloud. Yeah, the Spotify Link SoundCloud and, and you know, um I don't know, maybe we'll eventually do a YouTube thing, I don't know. Um, but uh yeah, uh, we're we're so we're a comic book Themed podcast been around since uh, November of 2014. Wow. So in just a few months, it'll be our sixth anniversary, which is great. We're a biweekly podcast for the most part. We do take intermittent breaks. Uh, just so, so so boys and girls. Was intramural. Yes, we, have, we take <laughs> intramural breaks. Uh, but you do have to pass the ball to a female every day. Third pass. Or you get a... You oh, get no a penalty. no, penalty.
0: The boy weeks and the girl weeks. Oh, the girl... Oh, okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, it's co-ed. Uh, yeah, it's Cohen. <laughs> it's Cohen. We try. We want it to be Cohen. I think, lucky, you probably know with the Dork Dad podcast, uh, I mean, anytime you do nerdy stuff, it's great. But it does tend to skew male uh, base a lot. And uh, we do try very hard to... To bring in female voices and stuff onto the show and, and try to get our female listenership up as well. But yeah, we we've been uh, been around um for almost six years now. We do roughly every two weeks, um, with a couple of bonus episodes here and there. And um, it, we real so we do cover everything on, uh, comic related, but we really focus uh, heavily on anytime there's a movie like a comic related movie or TV show or, like, casting rumors or directing rumors, any of that kind of stuff, that's where we uh, we really place a lot of emphasis. And then a lot of people love, uh, I think the most feedback we get is from our movie reviews.
1: So it's, you're called a comic book character, but you're pretty much a all-around pop culture podcast.
2: Yeah. We've, uh, we've branched, because we do. We touch on Star Wars and, like, Harry Potter and stuff and, and other... Uh, like fandoms, you know it's a really it's a fandom podcast, I think is what I like to say.
0: I always like the title comic book characters because that really like emphasizes like we're not about like the collecting of comic books or like the reading of them or whatever the giving ratings or whatever. We're about the characters in the stories, so wherever yeah. there's like a, a character in like some sort of comic book related property, that's where we're at,
1: yeah, 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 that name doesn't hone you down to one specific thing, and it's pretty pretty wide open right.
2: Chris, is, didn't she say once... I really like that you said this once. I think you said that it's like anyone you would see at a comic convention. Like either cosplaying or... Oh, hell yeah. Like, any character you might see at a comic convention. Whether that's a Doctor Who or an A-Team or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. I,
0: <laughs> what. and anything nerd-worthy is where we're at.
1: All, All right. right. So would you guys say that comics are your main thing? Or what's what's your main... Dorky thing or nerdy thing? I mean, is it just comics, or do you like um, you collect anything uh, aside from comics? Or boy,
2: I mean, we got we got like what three hours, right? So uh. sure, sure. <laughs> No, um, well, wow. for me personally, uh, so much, like everything. In fact, it's it's kind of a problem, I think, because I I so uh, you know, Chris and I both went to film school at UT. and so we're both big film buffs just in general right so i I love film um but i love comic books like there's so many great stories uh that i think are so well told within the comic medium and the format that you don't even necessarily need to translate it into a tv show or or a movie um but you know and then video games were you know i i'm a gamer and i would say chris probably you describe yourself as a gamer well, yeah, I
0: mean, uh, I don't got all the consoles like you do, big guy, but yeah, <laughs> I grew up an only
2: child, so it just sort of set this unnecessary precedent yeah. for myself
1: and man, and if i if I didn't have any kids, man, I'd have everything too,
2: yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> you know, but I but you know I like Father's Day just happened, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm sitting there like just one tear rolling down my cheek, like ah, uh, it'd be nice, it, you know,
1: it'll happen one day,
2: there you I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, no, like in the comics, video games, movies. Uh, I, I also listen to a lot of music, so I'm a big like vinyl guy, uh, which is not great for my wallet. Let me tell you, um, it would be a problem if I just focused on one thing. But I'm I'm actually spread pretty thin.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I, I I can't. I'm trying to think. Like I'm trying to look around the place and like uh, if there's any one thing I collect, but. Uh, I mean Haruki Murakami books. <laughs> I like this one Japanese author. I have all his books, but
2: uh... <laughs> Wait, did <laughs> he, nice. he
0: did that book uh, with the numbers for the title, right? What's the oh yeah, uh, IQ eighty four, like one, 84. one Q one Q eighty four, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That one's really good. No, no, I, I'm I'm just I, I'm kind of spread like... wide, pretty pretty far. I got like you know Neon Genesis Evangelion, pop vinyls over there. I got like uh, Talking Heads memorabilia on the wall. I got uh, some diva figurines from Overwatch. So, and there's like the I just bought another short box today <laughs> for the comic book. Backlog. Add to that log. Add to the log. Yeah, man. Uh, and yeah, I got a bunch of anime and movie DVDs over there. So, yeah, I'm I'm kind of all over the place too.
1: And have you guys always been collectors of things, or is it more you're from your adulthood,
0: childhood? I'm gonna actually blame Freddie on this one. I'm going to say, <laughs> we, roomed in, we roomed in college, and this motherfucker, he had, like, this huge setup with this, like, what, uh, like, at the time, it was, like, a 40-inch, like, Sony TV, right? And, like, uh, just, it, like, a blockbuster's worth of DVDs in his room, so, uh, nice. yeah, I, I was like, ah, I gotta get my, I gotta get it set up like that, so, <laughs> little by little, I mean, I'm, I'm, not ten to, te, I'm not ten toes down like that, but, uh. I got some stuff. I got some stuff here and there. Yeah. For me, I, you know, my, but comic books
2: is kind of probably my first love in terms of like nerd hobbies and what, you know, what have you. When, when I was really young, my mom used to read comic books to me. She would read like Archie and Jughead comic books. And I'm talking about when I was like one, two years old. Wow. You know, and she, she, she told me this story. And the first thing I ever read out loud from a printed page, I was three years old and I started to read some dialogue in an amazing Spider-Man comic book. And so like ever since then, it's just been like Spider-Man, Peter Parker, you know, and then, and then just comic, the love of comics just grew from there. But I didn't really start collecting, uh, I would say seriously until as serious as you can be at this age. Cause I would say about 12, about twelve years old is, is right when um, I really started to get into it. I remember right around that time is when they did the Death of Superman storyline. Oh. DC actually sent out their writers and artists to do a cross country tour to promote the book and they did signings and whatnot and my parents took me to a Heroes and Fantasies um, when I was about twelve years old and I got to meet the writers of the of the Death of Superman story. And, um, you know, that really what stuck was, with me.
1: Was it the one over by Embassy when there used
2: to be one there? There was. It was actually, it was off of, I want to say it was off parent Vital, but it might have been the one off Embassy. I There used to be a bunch. They used to have, like, I don't know, nine or ten <laughs> locations. And, uh, oh. you know, that being I said, everybody so- support your local uh, comic shops. Yes,
1: especially. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, as for me, I've always wanted to get into comics, like, you know, I remember Heroes and Fantasy over there off Embassy um mm-hmm. when I was younger. And, and like I don't know if I was just scared to jump into comics, you know, back then maybe it's still considered a nerdy thing, it's not cool as it is now. Oh yeah. And uh but so, so comics are more in my later years now. So and plus it's just it's a lot more easier, you know, you can read them online. Um digitally but there's just still there's something about having the physical copy you know Mm. plus you know i'm i'm drawn to uh to cover art too if i see something i like i'll 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 pick it up just because i like
2: the way it looks yeah man (laughs) i i think you've just described nearly every comic book collector in the world (laughs) like even if you do like the stories like i'm a big stories person but sometimes you just go oh that cover and you just gotta grab it. Like, it doesn't even matter what happens in, in between the pages. You're just like, It's that so bad, right?
0: You, like, you'll already have the, like, uh, the issue that you want to read. You've already read it, but then you'll see a variant catch your oh. eye? Yeah. Oh, man, uh, variants.
2: Uh, they're killing us. Marvel and DC are just, what are they doing, man? They're like nine I, variants for every issue. <laughs> <And> it's <laughs> like, oh, I have to have every Spider-Gwen, you know, ghost spider funny. thing it's out funny. there. It's just like, I'm going to have to sell a kidney or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, they know what they're doing.
2: Now look like, you know, I wanted to ask you actually because you know, I know that you uh, through our previous conversations that you have been getting into kind of Batman lately. Uh which I think is great. Batman has some of the all-time um like stories uh with any comic book character.
0: Overrated.
2: Oh, oh. Oh. oh come on, come on. The <laughs> at at Prince In-
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you know honestly my love for uh batman right now i haven't i'm not even really up to date with all the all the stories or even the past stories you know but it's, it's yeah. probably probably just last year I actually uh got to the dark Knight uh, returns you know yeah, uh, the, just,
2: uh, just with,
0: I'm, I'm mad kidding i, I love Batman. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I, what, I would argue that Batman, pound for pound, probably has the most quality story arcs of any comic character.
1: Yeah, which what, has got me really excited, because like the last one I read, um, I mean, I don't have all the books, it's just easier to read the, the trade paperbacks, but um, mm-hmm. a Long Halloween. Yeah, that's um, a
2: great one. I was just thinking about that one. Yeah, I
1: fell in love with that, and I, I got excited when... Um, supposedly the the new uh the Patman movie coming out is uh, yeah. supposed to be loosely based on that so that, that's that got me a little excited and I could see why all the different characters that they've been announcing uh based off that storyline
2: yeah no I and that's you know what do we what do we always say Chris or what do I always say it's like I just want it to be good like right, whatever yeah. comes out whatever is made we get a lot of we get a lot of hate uh, on our show, uh, because everyone thinks we hate DC, and we, we really don't. Like I just said, Batman had the best stories, uh, but just in the terms of their films, they're very um inconsistent. And yeah. so, uh, the fact that, like you said, that, that it's based off the long Halloween, or at least partly so, it sounds amazing, and I, I really mm-hmm. hope that they can do it justice. Um, actually, and it's something we're going to talk about on our show, but let's talk about it here, I guess. Uh, and the reason I brought up Batman lucky, what do you think about Michael Keaton? This news that just dropped like what today, I think, uh, with Michael Keaton possibly coming to the flash movie, man, I, are I'm you excited? I got Batman mixed emotions or? I have
1: mixed emotions.
2: Okay.
0: Um, uh, do we I, need to I, do a power ranking? Let's do a power ranking, bro. Do you want, you want to do uh, that?
1: Batman's. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. Um, let's do right. it. I like to do it. All right, let me let me get some music going on here. Let the
2: rock off begin. <laughs> oh man, I, so cool.
1: I love Tenacious D.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah! I saw Dude, that. that Austin, that's, the, that's the drop I thing. have for like this segment's completely new. And I don't know which music to play, so I play that. That's good. Also,
2: just I saw this the other day uh, for the first time in a long time. Uh, just for the listeners out there, check out the movie Biodome with Paulie Shore. And Stephen Baldwin. And there's a Tenacious D cameo in that movie.
1: There is.
2: <laughs> <In> Biojo, <laughs> so, random. They,
1: uh, I remember Jack Blackie singing, like, let's just save some fucking trees. Yeah, or something
2: we like. got to save the fucking trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so awesome. <laughs> oh, man. All right, but no, Lucky, yeah, let's rank those bad men. What do you, uh, what
1: do you got? I got to start with number one. I don't know if we're going to go that way or Our start at the bottom. It's dealer's choice, baby.
2: Yeah, it's your show, man.
1: Number one for me is Keaton. Um, Wow. That, I mean, that was my first love, if you will, you know? I remember, 89, I was actually visiting my dad in California, and I remember waiting in line, Mm -hmm. uh, long-ass line, Mm -hmm. waiting to see that movie. It was just... I mean we've had Superman and, and other and other movies, but that to me was like the first comic book movie that I considered a real comic book movie and it was it was just awesome. Great memories for me about that. It
0: was, it was the first one with some swag, right? Because you had not only uh, Michael Keane but Jack Nicholson in it. And then you yeah. also had the Prince soundtrack.
1: Yeah. Which the infamous soundtrack where none of the music was actually in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did
0: they play badass? I re-
1: I remember getting that soundtrack and I was like, what? what is this? I mean Prince is cool, but it's like none of this is from the movie.
2: <laughs> but the one the Joker when he's in the museum, that's that they play a little bit of yeah. a of a song there. But, you know, it's 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 so great that you say that. And I guess we're of a certain age, right? Or maybe this is going to really ring true for a lot of listeners that are around this age. There are, like, three movies growing up that I remember, like, anticipating going, like, literally driving. Or not, I wasn't driving, but just being in the car, going to the movie theater, and then waiting in line. And I, I can, if I close my eyes, I can remember it crystal clear. And it was um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: Yes, yeah. that's another one.
2: Batman, uh, Tim Burton Batman, nineteen eighty nine, and Jurassic Park. Yes, nope. those three movies. I know exactly what movie theater I saw them in, and I remember like being in line. I know exactly who I went with, and it's stuck with me to this to this day. Um, my parents and I saw Batman here in San Antonio, and it was in a theater that doesn't exist anymore. But it was um, over there by it used to be over there by Central Park Mall. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Fox. Yeah, it was like a Fox theater. Yeah, and and, um, and I remember we it was again it was in a long line. We were it was hot outside, um, but we were psyched. And not only that, you know, you said Chris. He said that Batman was the first like comic book movie with swag, like not just that kind of swag, but literal swag because they made so much merchandise mm. for that. I remember seeing Batman T shirts. And you know, Batman like dog food, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> like you know, like you could there's just so much Batman stuff, uh, that was not even just the movie, but like of the comic book character, like the blue and gray Batman, um, yeah. which is really cool.
1: I I love the look though the eighty nine Batman the, the all black suit with the With the yellow or gold, whatever you want to call it, uh, emblem and belt. So that's just to me. That's that's the Batman.
2: Okay, so if if that's number one, let's. I because I I'm a we're look. We live in America. It's a very like this or that sort of you know country that we live in for whatever reason. If he's your favorite, then who's your least
0: favorite? Uh oh. Oh, jumping right to the bottom. All right, because yeah. I was listening. Two is very telling because that means that that says a lot of things for three. But if you just want to jump to the bottom, least favorite it would have to be George Clooney, bad nipples. You know.
2: <laughs> Sandy agrees. Chris, does that mean you agree as well?
0: That is the right answer. Yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, although I look back now, I mean, I. I like it for what it is. Um, It's just way over the top. But uh, yeah, definitely Clooney.
2: You know, I I almost feel like with Clooney in that movie, he approached Bruce Wayne as if Bruce Wayne were James Bond. Mm. He was trying to throw this like, like Bond swagger onto the character that really didn't fit to me. Yeah, uh, and and it was like where was all of the tortured, like psyche of Bruce Wayne? You know, to me it was it was mm. so lacking in that film. I, I, I look, I'm a it's unanimous here. I think George Clooney is the worst of the Batman as well.
0: I thought I was gonna have to defend my position and say in trying to like you know help Val Kilmer up out of last place, but all right. Uh <laughs> the, the, the rest in peace of Joel Schumacher. I think he just passed uh, either yeah yesterday. Yeah, um, Batman Forever. I mean, it was it was pretty camp. Like all, it was a bunch of wacky stuff going on in that movie. But uh, for whatever, I mean, Val Kilmer did a pretty good portrayal of Bruce Wayne, at least. Yeah, and I think Jim Carrey helped it a
2: lot too, right? Like, oh yeah, sure.
0: definitely. If definitely. you're gonna
2: make a movie like that, Jim Carrey's the guy you want in it.
0: You're you're gonna get outplayed. He's gonna run you outside your own gym on that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was height Jim Carrey. Yep.
1: Um I would say a close second and some people may disagree with me. Mm-hmm. Uh for me, second at to the top. Uh I like Batfleck. Okay. I just like like I like I said I'm a big fan of like The Dark Knight Returns and that look, right? That older Batman, that big buff Batman. Oh, and wow. to me he kind of represents that, right? Um let me get a little bit of of that, you know, the whole armor suit and that story, mm-hmm. but um I just like his look. Um I don't care if it was Fat Fleck or whatever people say, but uh, <laughs> uh yeah. I dug the look. Um did I like BBS or Justice League? Not really, but uh I, I definitely like the look.
2: Yeah. I you know, I I gotta say I, I don't know I don't really know how I feel about Fleck like, about Ben Affleck Batman. I, like I kind of oscillate between the two um uh, because here's the thing for me like I completely agree I think the suit looks great the short ears it looks amazing and then you have that one that one fight sequence in Batman vs. Superman when he's in like the warehouse or whatever and he takes out all those like random goons. Oh right that Very scene silly. is amazing and he's Arguably, the best Batman fight sequence in existence. So that's really great. Uh, but I actually... My mom was watching Justice League the other day. She really loves herself some Jason Momoa. Let me tell you that. <laughs> um, my man. Yeah, my man. Yeah, she... Oh, boy. And so she'll watch that movie. And she'll watch it because she wants to see Momoa. But we, I saw there's a scene where... Um, Bruce Wayne is talking to Diana and oh, man, one, Ben Affleck looks bloated as hell. Like get the man <laughs> yeah, those, some my Those are he, the
1: reshoots. Those are the reshoots.
2: <laughs> yeah, his wig is looking weird. It's he's he's str- he's on the struggle bus. <laughs> big time. And Suck so, it
1: in. Suck it in.
2: So so like I can't see that and then go like yeah, he's okay, he's good. He's pretty good. Like that. It kind of, that's just my opinion, but like that kind of takes away so much from me. But again, that one scene in Batman vs. Superman is amazing.
1: So, s- speaking of uh, the reshoots and the bloated bat bat-fleck, are you excited for this Snyder cut,
0: Chris? You want to go first on that one? I mean, yeah, uh, I kind of am just because I-, I think it's been so long. And I've had a lot of Heineken's in the meantime, so I've kind of forgotten all Justice League. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm, I'll am i taking another swing at it, um, but I'm not expecting too much. The one we got already was kind of, you know... Garbage, you could say it's garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wouldn't let your dogs eat it. Um <laughs> if they had just stayed with the family in ukraine or wherever it was that was getting like invaded by the parademons and they got the bug spray out that was more interesting than whatever the hell else was going on with the justice league uh (laughs) but um yeah as long as nobody feeds anybody any joller ranchers uh i'm excited to see the snotty cut (laughs) i yeah you know
2: and for me i think It's one person's vision, then, if it's going to be the Snyder Cut, right? Now, granted, he's not going to... He only has limited resources in terms of what he can do to, like, finish his film. Yeah. But at least it's just his vision. Like, Justice League, to me, its greatest sin is that you can tell it has, like, the thoughts and hands of, like, 25 people in it. Mm, Just mucking everything up, and just... It's so disjointed. Um that like you know if i if it's just one person's vision now whether you agree with the vision being good or not whatever but as long as it's coherent and cohesive and we're going to see dark side so yeah just that alone i'm
0: excited um, are we going to lose the superman mustache a removal
1: i don't i mean Does that he would he be amazing it's got to be cut out on. it's got to be cut out
0: yeah
2: i don't know what they're going to do you know, you know what, i, I yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I want to be excited for this movie. Yeah, but um, but if I'm being honest, I'm not a real big fan of Snyder. I mean, um, did you like Man of Steel?
2: I yeah. thought, I thought it was okay. I mean, it's a definitely a different take on Superman.
0: Um, some of the action stuff was really cool, like uh, the way they all the Kryptonians kind of like you know flew about and kind of there was enough like anime kind of like hits to it. I felt so the action was passable, but the story over you know, it was taking itself way too seriously. It yeah. it's so serious. And I think, then
1: I think the problem, too, is Superman is a boring character.
0: <laughs> scout. Yeah.
1: And they try to, I don't know, to me, like I said, Man of Steel was kind of boring. BBS was definitely boring for me and too long, too long. So. All, the,
0: all of Zack Snyder's vertigo stuff though is actually not that bad. I like three hundred and I like Watchmen. Oh yeah. Yeah, of course.
2: Yeah, I mean you can't really fault Warner Brothers for giving Snyder through the keys to the kingdom because coming off of especially coming off of three hundred, it really seemed like okay, this guy's gonna do some some really dynamic, you know, innovative things that we haven't seen before. Um it's just we didn't know that you could do that and also be boring at the same time. Like that <laughs> was a surprise to, to
1: everyone. But but I am a fan of DC. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm really rooting for them if they can just get their stuff together when it comes to these movies. Yeah,
2: I I mean I think. You know the flash is a really interesting character because with him, you can do multi multiverse stuff, you can do time travel um, and as long as you don't get too wild with those things you can you can do some really, really interesting uh, narrative choices. I think the fact that they're bringing they're trying to bring back Michael Keaton is a pretty cool thing. I'm just curious like which Batman is he gonna be? Is he gonna be the nineteen eighty nine Batman? Like in real time, like in terms of how long it's been since that movie came out, or is he going to be like a Batman that is mm. like a Batman Beyond Batman that's about to hand over the mantle to a, a Terry uh, McGinnis type thing? Oh man, you, they haven't really said what they're going to do. You know, um, I'd be happy know what, with
1: any of those options.
2: You know what's? You know, I, I don't want. I almost don't want to say this because I always get worried when I say something and throw into the universe that sometimes that's what ends up happening. You won't? But what if they end up, what if they do get Michael Keaton and it just turns out that he plays like Commissioner Gordon? <laughs> uh, like, how, so how angry would be?
1: I'd be so mad. Well, yeah, I mean, I just hope it happens because I know the whole, what is his name, Ezra Miller fiasco yeah. choking some girl out, I mean... So I'm kinda of hoping it's gonna happen. I have my doubts. But um hopefully whatever they decide they keep Michael Keaton. And if they're really smart, they really do do need to do a Batman Beyond with him.
2: Yeah, I think that would be I think that would be amazing. Um you know it's I mean it's interesting and, and you know, obviously like you've probably run into this a bit too. Well, I mean finally we're getting comic books in the stores again. But um or at least they're being released or whatever. But there are obviously there aren't any movies or anything. Like none of the comic but you know, none of the movies are coming out. So we're kind of in this weird period where we don't even know when things are gonna be coming out. Like uh what are you, like are were you looking forward to like the um like the Disney Plus Marvel series, like the Captain America the Winter Soldier Falcon show and Loki on division
1: on I have uh... Honestly, I have Marvel fatigue right now. <laughs> um, there was just so much. We got bombarded. I'm kind of glad we're having a, a little break from Marvel, to yeah. be honest.
0: That's that's a thought I was actually going to say for our podcast, but what the hell, right? Uh, is this pandemic and the slowdown kind of like really beneficial for the MCU? Or is it kind of like, like... a? in cement kind of capping stone for it because Endgame was great, Endgame blew everything out of the water, it was the perfect culmination for like 10 years plus of work that they were doing mm-hmm. can you come back from that, should you come back from that do you start new with somebody else with brand new characters yeah, it's
1: it's gotta be a slow run, I mean it has, there has to be some kind of build up, it can't be the way it's been the past few years with just movie right. after movie after movie
2: I I like that idea. I think if they went with like a bunch of new characters, now is definitely the time, especially with this like real world break that we have. We, um, yeah, we almost have our own blip. We almost have our own little period of you know. <laughs> <right>. That <laughs> being said, <laughs> like lock Tom Holland into ten films right now. He's too like, old. Him...
1: Too, He's too old. old. He's
2: too old. Oh, Get rid of...
1: We need My... a Miles, Miles Morales. Why
2: not? <laughs> oh, okay, you know what though? That's the move. If they yes. really, really want to do something, that's what they do. They they position Tom Holland, Peter Parker, as the new sort of leader for the Young Avengers or whatever it's going to be, right? And, and that's the big film that they're building up to. And then when we finally get it, he dies.
0: Oh, man. No. <laughs>
2: And then, Whoa, face, face, then the we face, have face miles face away for miles morales like aka the hottest man in comic books right now i mean um
1: I, I wish i knew more actors that could play the role but do you have anybody in mind for uh miles
2: for miles man it's like i, honestly, I don't know it, i think it would have to be like an unknown yeah i don't I i can't think of
0: anyone that's like age-appropriate yeah, you could get I, the guy who did his voice. Like, the guy from Dope. Um, yeah. He did the voice for Spider-Verse, so, I mean, you can get him, but that's kind of like, you know, how Rockstar does all their games. <laughs> they just use the voice actor as the character model. Uh,
2: but he, I mean, I feel like by the time they get that ball rolling, he's going to be too old. Right? Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah,
1: it'd have to be an unknown. Every time I try to think about it, I just think of the guy from Stranger Things, and I'm like... Yeah, no, I don't see him.
2: Right, and he's and yeah, and he—I mean—he's age appropriate, but yeah, I don't see it either. I—I I don't know. It would have to be somebody that that we're just we just don't know about yet.
1: What else did we uh, discuss enough, Batman? See.
2: <laughs> oh, we could we could do more, Batman. Uh, where does Adam West fall? Adam Whoa. West?
0: Oh no! Peak West versus Peak Christian Bale. See, I was going to go I was going to go Christian Bale, Adam West, Val Kilmer just to, you know, throw you guys a curve. Uh <laughs> But I'm not I'm not a big
1: fan of Bale's Batman. Is it the voice? Uh, I don't know, something about him. Of course, you know, Joker's awesome, Bane is awesome. I do, it, but his Bale's Batman, I, I just I'm not into it.
2: Okay. Here's a good question. Here's a question. Uh I was about to give myself a compliment. Here's a good question. Here's just a question. Y'all, y'all can tell me whether it's good or not. This is gonna
0: blow your fucking minds, guys. Get ready for yeah. this. All
2: right. So just kind of like let's say we could just grab Bale out of you know, out of the films. Lucky, what what actor would you want in that role in that time frame? So same time frame, so what like 05 to what twenty twelve? Hmm. Um, for the trilogy who would you stick in there instead
1: you know i maybe he was a little younger at the time but i've always been a big fan of Jake Gyllenhaal for some reason Ooh, and oh. he could have had a could have had a broke back reunion and you know him and um
0: oh man <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> that um, makes the Joker saying "You complete me" a lot more meaningful. <laughs> yeah, that um, would have been I,
2: great, actually. Yeah, I've I always, like.
1: I think he's a really, really good actor. Um, okay, wait, wait, that's wait, wait, just, wait, that's, wait. Just, that's, that's just my opinion. I'm sorry, I
2: do not mean to interrupt, but I just this realized this is great. This is great. This this, ma- <laughs> this makes Dark Knight very interesting. Because Rachel is played by Meg's His sister. sister. <laughs> so, a million times, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just to make everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: what kind, oh, man. Just to be Christopher Nolan directing this. Yes. Yes. More. Closer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hold it. Hold the kiss.
2: Hold it. Score it now. (laughs) Hans. So here you know, earlier you you mentioned it and it's something that Chris and I touch on a lot as well. You said, you know, that this stuff wasn't cool back in the day. Mm.
1: It wasn't.
2: And, and, and it's so funny because we have a lot of listeners that are a lot younger, you know, um, 10, 15 years younger than we are. And they've grown up in this MCU world where if you go out in public, every third or fourth person you see has an MCU-related T-shirt or a Batman shirt or a Harley Quinn shirt or a Joker something or another or a Deadpool. Right. And And that's great. Like, I'm not that's fantastic but it's just such a different world you know chris and i always used to joke like back when we were in high school if you liked the x-men you couldn't let
0: people know that <laughs> it, was exactly. it was almost yeah. more acceptable to play magic outside with your friends on the patio than to like wear an x-men t-shirt
2: yeah um and that's even with like i remember like the x-men cartoon and the batman cartoon were out around that time yeah Super popular, but like you still couldn't talk about it. Is it, it was a don't ask, don't tell situation. It's, <laughs> it's just really interesting how how much things have changed now.
0: I kind of look at it like my uh, my brother. He's only ever known a winning Spurs team. I mm. constantly tell him like you haven't had, you haven't had to lose to Portland in you know, like back to back Western Conference Finals in the early nineties. You haven't had to have your hopes then dreams shattered by the Jazz once again. Right, you right. Only- by John Stockton's pale ankles <laughs> and an impeccable fucking crew cut. What what kind of gel is he using? That man's hair didn't move. Yeah. <laughs> it, that added to his speed by the way.
2: He he was aerodynamic with the gel. <laughs> That's how he was able to get past Avery
0: Johnson so easily all the time. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's that thing. It's 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 these it's been so great to see nerddom become the mainstream that uh, it's just, it's it's wild. It still is. Like, I, yeah. I can't catch myself every now and again. Like, it's just where, she, she's just wearing a Doctor Who shirt. That's awesome. Yeah. He's just wearing an anime shirt. That's kind of still crazy a little bit, but awesome still.
1: It's like, I'm still trying to figure out what was the turning point. Um, mm. I want to say it probably was Iron Man, the whole start of the MCU. Because you could even go back to uh, movies like uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin, where you know it was still, yeah, they we're still making fun of that character, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were still making fun of the fact that he's a 40 year old guy with a bunch of action figures, you know.
0: Mm. Uh, this, this, is why kinda, now, this is why I kind of hold Christian Bale in that number one spot is because when Batman Begins happened, people just went to see it like it was a regular movie in the summer. Like, my brother and I went to see it together because you know, we we're into comic stuff and all that, but my dad and my mom went to go see it like without us. And then my dad came back. Was like, "Oh, give me the I'm the bat." And he came in screaming, you know, singing the the theme song. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, th- fucking Batman, let's go!" I'm like, "All right, this is different." Your dad got hyped. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's yeah. Well, and well, even before that, there was Blade, and you know, and the, like the X Men films.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so there were other comic. I mean, Spider Man obviously was a huge success.
0: Yeah. But, man, but, Spider-Man, goddamn, like, like, he's so ever-present in culture. Hey, man. Like It he's, starts with the underoos. He's the best.
2: He's the best for a reason, okay? <laughs> he is undefeated for a reason. So, but. Go ahead. I was going to say it was just that, but, yeah, look, I think you're right. I think it was something about Robert Downey Jr., Making he made back with his, his so cool, right? With yeah. A cool character. He he people he's just got that it about him, you know, like when you, you just can't take your eyes off him on screen and and at those quick
1: comebacks and he, he's kind of a dick and like you know it's right. He had an attitude, and
2: it was, right? It was cool. But he's so charming he gets away with it and you let him get away. Yeah. You don't yeah. need no secret identity. Yeah, I'm Iron Man. So, you know, no, I think you're right. I think it was Iron Man and it's, um you know, we got to thank Kevin Feige and Robert Downey Jr. at all uh, and John Favreau for Yeah, <laughs> thanks that money. Check. So um, Now
1: that you mentioned those guys or John Favreau, I was gonna save this question for the very end because it's kind of a an ongoing thing because um, My show runs on on my personal feed And I also My show runs on the Raw live and unedited Podcasting network with a bunch of other shows And one debate that's always Going on Amongst different uh, shows On there and different uh, personalities Is uh, Star Wars Versus Marvel And there's a big debate about Which is is a more culturally significant, and I just want to know what you Ooh. guys thought.
0: That's a oh man! that For one, and they're on the same team now, so <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> we get We're all in the house of the mouse. I mean, jeez, man, that's a that's a very good question. That's gonna you know wow. definitely divide the room. Wow! Yeah, it always
1: does. It always does, especially on the network. We have a a dedicated Star Wars podcast sure. where. A lot of other people are, are Marvel heads, but
0: man, because you, you take the recent uh, quote unquote successes of the last uh, Skywalker into account, that might change the that might change the narrative a little bit. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah that, this question definitely changed, I would say, over the
2: past year. I, maybe this is too diplomatic of an answer. Uh Oh, you got to hear both sides. What are you going to say? Well, just, you know, there are good people on both sides, is what I'm saying. Uh, no, but, like, here's the thing. One, Star Wars has the, like, actual longevity of, of decades and decades and decades of cultural relevance. But here's I the mean, weird thing. Um, if you look at just, like, the associated films, and I'm talking about the Skywalker saga, plus Solo, plus Rogue One, Everything. And you compare that to Marvel Studios and the MCU, Marvel Studios has released 23 or 24 films in a row that have debuted at number one. Mm-hmm. That have been lightning rods for the general public to go see. And even like the quote-unquote duds in the in the universe of like Thor 2 or Thor 1, depending on your preference, Incredible Hulk, you know... People are just like, oh, those are okay. Like people don't really shit on those films. They're just like, oh, they're yeah. they're fine. They're not as good as the other ones. They're not my favorite. Star Wars, on the other hand, you've you've got people the vehement that are Star Wars fans. What this is the joke we always make? No one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. A hundred percent. There are there are Star Wars fans that vehemently hate some of the
0: Star Wars films i think that's really interesting i'm not saying which one is better i mean you gotta you gotta that's a question posed to you my guy you gotta pick it sounds like coming down on the side of the capes on this one i i just
1: think about who's been around longer marvel obviously right
2: yeah i mean in terms of actual intellectual property yeah since the and
1: you think about you know as a kid at least maybe my generation maybe your generation you know one argument is, you know, we always pretended to be the superhero. You know, everybody wrapped a towel around their neck or a sheet, pillowcase, whatever, pretended they had a cape on. And you know, you don't see any kids walking around in um in robes, you know, pretending to be <laughs> pretending to be jedis. But but then you got the argument, you know, it's uh, kind of it's kind of hard to find a lightsaber come Christmas time at Walmart. Yeah, and then. When you think about pop culture in general, I think as far as movies and TV shows, I think there's way more Star Wars references than there are superhero references. That's that's, that's just my opinion.
0: This is the point I was going to make. I was going to be like, let's take it to a hip hop analogy, right? You got kids now who's like, oh, Cardi, Cardi B and, and, Playbo- and Bad Bunny and all this and all that. That's like the new stuff. What about Rakim? What about Eric B? What about Biggie and shit? What, what these are the guys that made it. The Star Wars created the almost a nerd culture overnight in 1970, 1979. 1977. Yeah. yeah, 1977. They created blockbusters, them and Jaws. But you know, they created the the entire demand for this, like for this market. They they created the figures, they had they had kids coming back to see the second and third ones. Um and then they had those same kids disappointed 20 years later when the prequels came out. But that's another conversation. <laughs> we're talking about OGs here. If we're gonna go with that, I mean you gotta a, a okay. number of spies, you take that into account, take inflation and all that. But I don't know if we have like an inroad for Marvel at the movies if we don't have Star Wars. It's a
2: that's a I mean, I mean great, great, great point. Great. But I'm gonna go back to what Lucky said. You know, he goes, which one's older? Well, Marvel mm. Comics have been around since the 40s, right? Yeah. And, and sci-fi comic books yeah, from the 50s and early 60s, which then was what in part helped create things like the Fantastic Four, mm. are what ultimately, those pulp <laughs> comics, are what led George Lucas to make... <laughs>
0: We're gonna, go, we're gonna go so quick down this rabbit hole that Jules Verne, I know, didn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. We are. Right? Weren't those characters, quote unquote, stolen?
0: Your story stolen? Ooh, oh, oh, your your foundation was on sand, buddy. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, look,
2: I'm not. <laughs> the question is, isn't like where does like literary origins come from? Because I mean, yeah, we can. Everybody Jules's takes art.
1: from everybody. Yeah,
2: sure. Um, Yoga, America, they're, actually actually actual they're, <laughs> they're
1: inspired by other everybody. George
2: Lucas has gone on record saying that Star Wars was heavily influenced by pulp comic, pulp Fair. comics from the fifties. Now, uh, granted, were those Marvel comics or not? I don't know, but it,
0: you can even I'll, I'll go I'll go one further. You, you could say it's a western. I mean, it's more of a western than a fantasy at some points.
2: Oh, I've, yeah, very much so. Um, I, I honestly, I, I just love the question. I think that's a great question. It, it, we've never tackled that on our show. Like yeah. um, I said, it's we,
1: always argued, and we were actually going to make this whole, like, triggered uh, show with, with two teams debating each side, but uh, it just never <laughs> happened because there's no right or wrong answer, in my opinion. But,
2: but yeah, at, at the end of the day, it's like, like what you like and, and enjoy it. And
1: But having yeah. said that, Alfred. Yeah. Let's say you're in a boat, right? Yeah. You're in a boat with Star Wars and
2: Marvel. Yeah. And Uh one of you's got to go.
1: Who are you you kicking out of the boat?
2: Okay. That's actually a pretty easy answer for me. But it does take a lot of current situation into account. I would save Marvel because I feel like their consistency and their trajectory are sound. And are going to be good moving forward. Star Wars, as it is right now, except for the Mandalorian, which is amazing. And if if I can save Baby Yoda over everyone, that I guess I'd probably save Baby Yoda. But <laughs> um, Star Wars has been so inconsistent. And I always struggle. There's always a moment in, in any of the Star Wars stuff that's been coming out recently where I have to like convince myself that this thing is good and that's not what I want out of something that I love so I would pick Marvel you're keeping Marvel keeping Marvel
1: kicking out Star
2: Wars kicking wow. out Ray Skywalker
1: <sighs> Oh, alright what about you Chris
0: man uh, I'm not to say this to be contrarian uh, because it'll make for good podcast material but I have no idea in my mind, at least in my heart, how you kick out Star Wars. You keep Star Wars. What Star Wars did for a young Chris was like just opened up your mind to like, the possibility of storytelling. Like, the, 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 the best thing for me about Star Wars, besides the main trilogy, the original one, is that it created this universe. And where you know all these bounty hunters who are really weird exist these aliens who speak other languages but everybody understands them exists this uh, yeah. you didn't know you were like the the son of the king basically and that you could save everybody that 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 mythological type of storytelling didn't exist in my life but before Star Wars I, I I'd read like a, a like you know a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's court but you know it didn't really stick I didn't know who King Arthur was. This like created a template for like just ma- imagination almost. So for me, I think, and taking what's happened with the r- recent trilogy into account, what I like the most about Star Wars is the world it creates for you to play in. And that's kind of a, a weird workaround, but I definitely take it. I, I, I think Marvel's great. The thing I kind of consistently don't like about Marvel is that it feels like I'm always catching up. I I was never there at like at step 1 except with the MCU. Um I was never there with like the original number 1 issues for all these characters. I have, there's like years and years of backlog I can't get into because I don't have the time, but with Star Wars, I feel like I was. And for that, I can't kick them out. I'm I'm, I'm kicking out Gwen. I'm kicking out Miles. <laughs> 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 they they they're fine. They'll probably swim. That's fine.
1: Yeah. I'm also with Star Wars. I mean, especially here recently, I think I don't know what you guys think, but I think right now Star Wars is in very good hands. Mm. Um I don't know if you guys you've seen The Mandalorian, obviously, right? For sure. Yeah. Have you been keeping up with that uh that gallery uh series, that kind of companion show that kind of shows the behind the scenes Wait, and all that?
2: I, I have not. We've I've been meaning to get into it uh I haven't seen it yet, but I, it's definitely on and, my list.
1: I mean, it's it's really, really good. I mean, Filoni and yeah. Favre, you, you you can tell they are big-time Star Wars fans. You know, they they really want to do it justice, you know. Mm. Uh, not only just to tell a good story, but for the fandom, they talk about, you know, bringing stuff back, um, you know, reference. Referencing other shows and other movies, and bringing that into the into the Mandalorian, and just you could tell they're they're really proud of of, of what they're
2: doing right now. Yeah, uh, Dave Filoni is a genius. Uh, we sing his praises on our show pretty often, um, you know. And he's obviously behind the the Mandalorian. He was behind all of the Star Wars animated shows, which are all fantastic. And then I'm actually re- watching. Um, Avatar the last airbender the the cartoon show yeah. which yeah, I didn't know he he had a lot to do with that show too, yeah, I don't know. He was an artist um, and uh, he's really it, it's really good i mean I, this is not new news to anybody uh, I'm the one that's you know <laughs> way behind, but I, I think you really did hit it on the head there that if Dave Filoni is going to be given a lot of control and creative control, I think the the galaxy is the limit for star wars and what it it can build itself back up to be um i think my my concern with marvel is that maybe they play it too safe moving forward because they've had so much success they will ultimately get to a point where they don't want to take chances um sorry i am concerned about that but i think we're just lucky to have both honestly uh star wars and the mcu and, and marvel at large I will, one last thing I want to say, Chris, when you were talking about Star Wars and how much it meant to you like growing up, I will say that every time I go back and watch a new hope, like within five minutes I get like chills. I'm like, oh this is so good. It's <laughs> right? so good and it always it always is perfect. It's always the perfect thing when I'm watching it. Um, which that that is something that um, that is unique to Star Wars.
1: Uh, Alfred, I kind of wanted um you to talk about um Collector's Cove and, and kind of oh. go over what's that about and yeah,
2: uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, so Collector's Cove is a, a store and well, mostly well now for sure an online store that I run. I'm the owner and uh, creator of the sh- of the store. Uh, I deal in comics and collectibles, things of that nature. Normally, um, I would be traveling around texas and other places in the convention circuit especially now during the summer uh but obviously because of COVID 19 that's not happening in fact um for anyone that's a listener uh that's like an anime fan unfortunately san japan just announced that they are canceling their show completely they're not rescheduling it it is just straight up canceled yeah bells um so You know, and honestly, honestly, I think that's going to be the the thing for the rest of the year, for all the conventions. Um, Unfortunately, it's just a byproduct of what's happening, but we got to stay safe. Um, But so in light of not being able to do these conventions, um, through uh, Chris Rizzo, who is the proprietor of a Facebook group called Invincible Comics and More, uh, in collaboration with Collectors Cove, we are doing these live auctions every week. And they're uh, I got to tell you, I mean, as much as, yes, it helps that this is like financially lessening some of the burden because I'm not able to do this show, the convention shows that I normally do. The interaction every week with everybody that joins in on these live auctions is the highlight of my week. It is so much fun of like this community of of collectors just coming together and joking and goofing around, trying to win spins on the mystery wheel and Mm -hmm. trying to get those mystery hams. Um, I do want to say I'm so proud of this. This is by far the the thing I'm most proud of with all of this with Collectors Cove is that since we've been doing these live auctions, uh, we just raised over $500 now for charity in the last month. That's awesome. (laughs) So, um, and that's stuff that's gone out to the Minneapolis um, Freedom Fund and the um, Injustice to Equality uh, Act and a host of other uh, charities. So, you know, we're going I'm gonna continue to do that. Um, if you don't mind, if you don't mind me plugging it, for Go anybody ahead. that is interested, again, we're there's gonna be comics and figures and statues and toys. It's there every Saturday at 8 p.m. Um, They're held through Invincible Comics and more. So check that group out on Facebook and you'll see every week there's an event page for the live auctions. And we always do a fundraiser and it's just a great time, you know, in a in this environment where, you know, every time I look at my Facebook feed, uh, I have this weird mishmash of like nerdy, funny stuff like nerdy related memes um on my feed, and then just like devastatingly sad news of like more cases in texas or you know um hospitals being overrun in in florida and things like that and these live auctions for like the two hours or so that they go on is it's such a good disconnect from all of that to just come together and talk and goof around and laugh at my typos, <laughs> and, and 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 you know find some cool stuff that you might not have been aware uh, that existed. Which is that's my favorite thing too, is putting together like curating the mystery boxes and whatnot for people.
1: Yes, absolutely, and that is every Saturday, eight p.m. Central Time. Yeah, Central Standard so are, uh, Time. Uh, I picked up a lot of cool cool stuff myself. So be can sure I tell to you something? Of that.
2: Could I tell you something? And uh, you could ask Libby for the receipts on this. I uh, so you you won the absolute edition of the Killing Joke that comes in like that big hardcover, yes. like slipcase and everything. So the only reason I even made that available is I thought I had a copy of the Killing Joke, or just a regular hardcover, not that not that edition, but just uh, you know just a hardcover in my collection. In my press my PC, my personal uh-huh. collection, right? And the other, the other day, I went to where my hardcover graphic novels are, and I'm like, "Hey, where's my Killing Joke?" No, I'm like, "Where is it?" <laughs> and I look for it. I'm like, "I don't see it anywhere. Did I misplace it? Did I lend it to somebody? Why would I? Why would I lend it to somebody? I would tell them to go to the library. What, what, what did I do?" And I looked and I looked and I could not find it. And and I was like, "Ah, oh, man!" And then I go. Oh, and I just sold that other one to Lucky, and I'm like, oh, it's so nice. And I even watched a YouTube video review of the one that you have, and oh, and the person man. was like flipping through the pages, and I was just like, oh man, I got so like envious. Not like in a plan in a serious way, but like in a okay, well now now I might need to get a copy for myself.
1: I feel bad now.
2: <laughs> oh no 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 no, you're you're totally fine. I. I don't know where my copy went. My copy—it's a great story. Again, you know, kind of to bring it back full circle. Batman has some of the best stories of any comic book character, and the Killing Joke is one of the best. It's—it's it's a really great story. Yes.
1: Were you hoping to see that story with the Joker movie?
2: Um, I—you know what? Originally, sort of yes, but here's here's where I was—I had reservations, and I was kind of like, you know what? Maybe they shouldn't. Because DC Animated Films made a Killing Joke animated film with Mark Hamill as the Joker, too, which is great. But they changed the story where they put this weird, like, Batman-Batgirl romance on the first, like, 20 minutes of the film. (laughs) And it just ruined the whole thing for me. Like, it made it to where I was so disturbed by that that I couldn't enjoy the rest of the film. So so then, once the jo- you know, Joker was, was announced as a live action film with Joaquin Phoenix, I was like, well, if they do, if they do the Killing Joke, they better not they better not mess it up. You know, I'd rather mm. them not do it than mess it up.
1: Yeah, still a great movie.
2: Oh yeah, no 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 Joaquin and Joaquin Phoenix is amazing. My favorite thing is the meme where it's like, um, it's like Joaquin Phoenix and Heath Ledger like cheering because they, you know, for winning Oscars for playing the Joker, and then um, what's his... Oh, no, Chris, what's his name? Who's that? Leto? Jared yeah, Leto? Leto's there just, like, crying. He's just like, Ooh, <laughs> what about me? Honka <laughs> <laughs> He yeah, Doesn't he have an Oscar? Yeah, or but hunk-a? not for playing the Joker. Yeah. He got, what, was it, Dallas Buyers oh. Club?
1: Yeah. See. yeah. I thought we were done with Batman, but I just wanted to bring up... Um... The Black Label, the Black Labels series. Oh yeah, the TV series. Um, have you? Are you are you familiar with the White Knight? I
2: what have else? not. I, well, I'm familiar with it, but I, I haven't read the series. Is the White Knight the one where where Joker is like the hero? Yeah. Okay.
1: I uh, I really like that. I really like that story a lot. Um, and I'm just. I haven't finished The Curse of the White Knight, which is the second part, or the continuation. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, yeah, if, if, if you haven't got into it, I, I I personally think it's a really, really cool story. So I wouldn't mind seeing that on on the big screen or small
0: screen one day. That would That'd be, be cool. cool. Yeah. Chris, well, is there... On, on, oh, go ahead.
2: You
0: go ahead. I was just going to say, on our podcast, we kind of uh, talked about how uh, that uh, Justice League Dark movie... Like, maybe should be, like, the starting point for the new DCEU films. Oh, Um, yeah. Maybe, you know, do that. (laughs) Due to the way it ends? Sort of, yeah. But I I think, uh, at least I made the point that John Constantine kind of might be the better focus for all the Justice League stuff. Because he has relationships with all the other, you know, Justice League characters. So if the audience doesn't already know who these, you know, who Superman or Wonder Woman is, they can kind of figure it out through John's eyes. And that might be an easier way to do these things because the, the characters are larger than life. Like Superman and Wonder Woman and Aquaman, these are gods we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So the audience kind of has to have something to relate to like immediately. And that's John Constantine because all he wants to do is get drunk and go back home.
1: Yeah. Again, the kind of dick character. Um, yeah. Right, he could be there. He's a, like a, yeah, Tony like a Tony Stark. Stark. Yeah, ah,
2: Yeah, you guys nailed it. Stop giving away this free <laughs> idea. He has trademark that's it. oh man yeah 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 i'm totally on board with that i think that's a great idea
1: hi guys that was a lot of fun um i don't want to take up too much more of your time but i do have a new thing that i wanted to try with uh with guests i have on
2: okay
1: calling this uh dork dad questions so i used to uh i used to put post up Instagram, I, Facebook. I was just
2: about to ask you, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but, like, that's one of my favorite things that you do, was when you would ask those questions on social media. You know, you yeah. always came up with these really great questions. Yeah, there's um,
1: kind of really random things, like, I'd, yeah. I'd post up, like, which is better, Kevin Bacon or Bacon, you know?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I really did. I was just like, oh, he's so good at these. So
1: that's, uh, it took a lot of work though to put something up every day but <laughs> so uh, it's a week. I decided to add it the Dork Dad questions into the podcast. A sort of way of uh, winding things down before we before we finish. So I got ten questions here. Um there's no right or wrong answers. Just kinda random questions.
2: Whatever whatever Chris is, says is wrong. So. Some some <laughs>
1: silly, some some serious, some make you think, but uh but let's do it. Ready? Dork Dad questions?
2: Yeah, ready. Sure.
1: Yeah. Alright. Uh, maybe maybe we answered this first one already. At number one, we got DC or Marvel?
2: Mm. It's just giving our listeners the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the,
0: uh, the ammo that they so desperately want. It's, like, um, it's, it's a school fight and you're the one holding us back. <laughs> you're, you're the one holding our arms behind our back so that they can get free shots. in. But that's cool.
1: It's uh well it's
2: it's
1: Marvel for me Marvel yeah Marvel all right I'm always rooting for DC but yeah I agree Marvel uh let's see number two uh who was your favorite or who was your TV or movie crush as a kid oh
0: man uh, uh, yeah it's kind of a runaway winner uh it's uh it's Dana Scully from the X Files. Jillian Anderson, really? Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> I just
2: had that ready to go. That's so good. Uh, um, for me, it was uh, my first crush was Marissa Tomei and my cousin Vinny. Oh, so the yes. fact that she's Aunt May now, Aunt it's just, May, it's so good. Yes. So isn't it's there something, wrong a, it's so good. something wrong about a so good?
1: Is something wrong? about a hot Aunt May, you know.
2: <laughs> I mean she's age appropriate though. To so how old Peter is right now that it fits. I'm not she mad. is
1: but yeah that's that's not your grandpa's Aunt May. No. All right. Let's see number three What's the better superpower? Teleportation or flying? Ooh
2: Oh. All right, this was pretty easy for me. Yeah, teleportation. Because <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't want to waste time getting to somewhere. I just want to get there.
0: Like if I want food, I get the food. I come back. I'm done. No, 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 no. This is all part of your grand plan to become Jeff Goldblum. You're gonna, <laughs> you're, gonna you're gonna fly yourself so hard the first time you teleport. It's got to be flying, man. It's, you get it, you get a cruise around, you get to control the speed of yeah. which you play it. Yeah, you got some bugs crashing in your face, <laughs> but just wear a helmet. Okay, uh, but uh, you, look, you got to take Dramamine to play Overwatch.
2: How do you think flights gonna work? Oh, okay, all right, all right, wow, wow, <laughs> hey,
0: these you are
1: superpowers, right?
0: Like that, you'll be okay. used to it, ready? <laughs> there we it. go. Thank you, thank okay. you. Yes, <laughs> it's uh, You can do it. The only, my
2: only, my only, uh provide is that if, if if i teleport as long as i don't make the smell that nightcrawler does when he's <laughs> not what you want don't want that
1: i'd always get be afraid of teleporting and you end up in a bad situation like, or like
2: what if you teleport into like a person like oh <laughs> yeah or like a it, car it, or something like, like not, wait 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 cool.
0: into, a, into a person uh, my <laughs> In- mind. Alright, like, now we're like, back
1: <laughs> We're talking like Inner Space with uh, Dennis Quaid Even like, better
2: uh, <laughs> Oh my god
1: Space <laughs> <laughs> <They> hot <start. laughs> Oh man Right, let's see what's next Number four What is your go-to
2: Karaoke song
0: Oh man Which is that one?
2: Uh, Shouts to my friend Vicky Bosquez. If she's in so, we're definitely doing Whole New World, Aladdin. Wow. Nice. let <laughs> If it's just me, I'm definitely doing Flagpole Sitta by Harvey Danger. It's good choice. Solid
0: choice. Okay. Uh, wow. I think I've ever only done it drunk, which is the preferred way anybody should do karaoke. And I've always done uh, "I'm a Hustler" by D- by Jay Z. That's a
2: good choice. Even the, right.
0: part, even the Pharrell part, where he's singing the intro and stuff, I do it on my own. No, every One- single word. Don't drop it.
1: One man show. All right. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see what's next. Number five. Um. Geico can save you how much on current
0: insurance? What?
1: Geico can save you how much
0: on car insurance? We walk into an interstitial ad. What's going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> does, I told uh, you
1: they're just random questions.
2: Where's the. Uh, <laughs> where's, where's the. What the hell is that stupid mattress company that's always advertised? Casper? Gonna,
0: where's Casper at? Yeah. <laughs> um, I well, think well, you, say, you can uh, save enough to buy three me undies by uh, switching to Geico right now. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, I would say, uh, I'm going to say the same as the audience score for Catwoman, so 10%. Shots
1: fired! Shots fired! That's
2: why she quit. <laughs> How are you going to do Halle Berry like that? Did they, I think they the rose
0: her. The basketball scene alone. Jesus,
2: that basketball scene.
0: They did her like
1: Rose from Star Wars. or
2: Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it got demolished
1: on on uh, social media. She's like, you know what? I'm out. All right, let's see. Question number six. Who let the dogs out?
2: Okay, before I answer this, Uh-oh. did you guys <laughs> know this song is about ugly women? Like they're at a club and they are disappointed in what they see, and they're like, "Who?" I and never that, that's that's crazy, like, because it's such a fun song, <laughs> and it's just totally disparaging against women. I never realized that. <laughs> um, but
0: I say <laughs> Ulta Beauty. <laughs> wow! Wow! All right. <laughs> I mean, shout out to the dogs in the back in the background of the podcast earlier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm guessing, it was Lucky himself. Yes, you, that's correct. My Lucky. dogs, my
1: dogs were roaming around <laughs> barking. All right, number seven. Uh, what would your superhero name be?
2: Ooh. oh man, that's tough. I'll tell you. This name's already taken by my friend Alex. We call him Emotron. Uh. (laughs) He is is like five emo pieces that have come together to create an even stronger, more emo being. Um, That's the only name I can think of right now. (laughs)
0: Wow. I think I'm going to go with, like, uh, this is going to give me a lot of flack because it sounds like Prince Valiant, right? But uh, so I, I, I learned the word resplendent sometime, like, you know, years and years ago now. But uh, I always think of myself as if I had like a, a kingly title, it would be Chris the Resplendent. And I don't actually know too much what it means. I got a fairly good, hazy idea. But <laughs> I, I, if I'm going to be a superhero, I'm going to be like Moon Knight or, you know, like I'm kind of crazy, fucked in the head, kind of well, yeah. fish- style. Yeah. 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 I think of myself and like I see the world in still medieval times or whatever. And but you know, it's just the normal twenty twenty world right now. Uh so Chris the Resplendent. There we go. I to add to that, I
2: would just throw Splenda packets at you. Like <laughs> not that that's
0: that's big psychic energy. That's great. <laughs> Is- is his weakness diabetes or... Um, <laughs> <is> everybody... <laughs> Ain't that everybody's weakness?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. Number eight on the list. What fictional family would you want to be in?
0: Oh,
2: what, what fictional family?
0: Yeah. Uh, how quick are you jumping on the Spider-Man stuff, Ben? What? Wait, what? How qu- how quick are you jumping on that spider? You know you want to be a Parker.
2: Do I? His life is pretty miserable most of the time. <laughs> He's not hmm. having a good
0: time most of the time. Uh,
2: um, fictional family.
0: Oh, I got my, I got my locked in. Right, it doesn't have to
1: be. Doesn't have to be a comic book character.
0: I got mine. I got mine. Uh, I go? I'm gonna say this family is a found family. So it's still family technically kind of skirting the rules. Uh, but I want to be on the firefly. Put me on serenity. I want to I be part it. of uh, I Malcolm say that. <laughs> <laughs> that puts me in space, baby. I'm in the future.
1: <laughs> no, I want to start watching that show. I've never seen it, but
0: I don't want to be disappointed. Oh, it, have you ever seen cowboy bebop? No, that anime. Okay. Oh, that, yeah. that's a good reference point. If you had, but, uh, Yeah, no, it's, um, man, it's, it's, it's bounty hunters in space and they usually screw up, but they're awesome. Mm -hmm. Both shows are great.
2: Cowboy Bebop and Firefly. Uh, for me, I, I want to say again, sort of a found family, maybe the found family of the runaways. What? The runaways. The runaways. Because. Proximity so to Fancy, fancy Gert.
1: Fancy Because Gert. you want to be on Hulu or where does that show run?
2: Yep. It's on Hulu. Yep. But it, it has. That's one Fancy Gert. Yeah. She's so fancy. I want to be near her. <laughs>
0: wow. Oh. Wow. Cool.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I said. I no, well. wonder.
0: no wonder you took the teleportation.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Are you sure? That's not your answer to the crush question?
2: <laughs> well, you said growing up. Yeah, you know? growing up. Uh either that or the Jetsons, just because I wanna see what happens when a car fails.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I like that. Right. Everybody's cars in that show are running perfectly. Or what if someone hits the briefcase button by mistake, you know? Yeah.
2: Or what if they midair? Bring- do they just crash and die, like down? Do they plummet, like the city? No, we never
1: such... up to. We never see the ground, and then what we doing? No. <laughs> oh All right. Nine is a fun one, All right? Number nine, crisscross will make you what. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> First, I got to know what's on the line. Did we get this question right? Or are we going for the funny points? <laughs> like, what, what, am, what am I answering? Hey, there, there,
1: there, there's no right or wrong answer.
0: Okay, so here... I'm going
2: to just go with my... Like, and I'm not joking. For some reason, this was 100% my initial gut. Like, I, this is going to be my answer, and I don't know why. I don't know what this says about me. Uh-huh. But my answer was going to be... crisscross cross are going to make you file an extension because you waited too long to do your taxes, so now you got to get them done within the next 14 business days. Jesus Christ, man.
0: <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Wow. That's that's very CPA of you. I thought yeah.
1: you were going to say Chris Cross will make you vote. But, <laughs> that's, that's better. I mean,
0: I was going to... My answer is a little bit dorkier. Actually, somehow, I was going to say Chris Cross going to make you, shoot, baby!
2: Yeah, man. <laughs> Is that the Peppa?
1: That That always reminded me of In Vogue, though. You guys remember In Vogue?
2: Oh, yeah, I remember In Vogue. My first ever concert, my cousin took me to when I was 10 years old. It was at the Freeman Coliseum. Opening act, Vanilla Ice. Nice. (laughs) Middle act, In Vogue. Nice. Closing act, MC Hammer. Wow.
1: Wow. Yeah. MC Hammer in concert. That is awesome.
2: And Vinelize. And In Vogue.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Good to, it's one of my guilty pleasures, but I, I love In Vogue.
2: <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. As uh, far as that all right. He's In Vogue.
1: <laughs> all right. Final Dork Dad question. If you were famous, yes. what would you be famous for?
2: <laughs> JK.
0: <sighs> oh, man. Let me. So good I, got an answer. I got an answer, but it's dark, right. so you go, go first. Ahead. Go. No no, 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 no. You want be no, 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 no. I'll go first. So that whatever your answer is, it's going to be a you know it'll light in the moon back up. That challenge. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Challenge. Uh, <laughs> you want me to adopt at the dark. Uh, uh I always like is Whiteclay John lyric? Yeah, it's a Whiteclay John lyric. But like, um, like, like, uh, fuck making the news. We're gonna make. We're gonna make CNN. If I ever get pulled up, <laughs> I'm not going in. If the cops ever come get me for whatever reason, I don't care what it's for. It's traffic violations, parking tickets. I'm gonna make CNN. So. <laughs> Wow, man! <laughs> they can come. They can come try to see me, but you know, blaze of glory. It's how we're going out. That's what I'd be famous for. <laughs> In this environment too. I mean, I
2: don't. Yeah. I think you. I don't even think that's that hard to do. Like you're gonna Fair have a stage right now for sure.
1: So Chris wants to be a viral video. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Easiest way. Um, I would be,
2: man. I don't know. Uh, I would be famous for. Like accidentally falling into a like a panda pit, and then yeah. so another the other,
1: another viral video.
2: Despite <laughs> them being like docile, I would like we happen to be wearing the color combination that would enrage
0: them. They hate seeing yellow and red together. How did he know? Yeah.
2: So
1: you want them to pull a what's his name the gorilla Harambe
2: whatever his name? Is. No man, cause I think <laughs> you want they- you want them to shoot a panda. <laughs> Oh, no, they shouldn't. We should have learned our lesson. Obviously, killing Harambe is what set us on this darkest timeline of a universe that we're currently in. So, no. Mm. I'm letting all the listeners out there, all the dork dad dads out there, um, dadites, what do you call your listeners? <laughs> um, uh, listeners. All your listeners. Okay. <laughs> if says, I have uh, to a panda pit, just let them do whatever. Just let them no. have it.
0: No, you fall into a panda pit. You got to at least kung fu
2: fight one of them. Yes. I mean, I'll try, but I'm just saying don't intervene. Do not interfere. <laughs> don't a sure.
1: Karate kid crane kick on him. Yeah. <laughs> See what they got. <laughs> I guess, you
2: know, I was sort of assuming that I was. Sorry, <laughs> but what if I win? I guess that would be pretty cool too.
0: <laughs> oh, then it's you'd be shamed for beating up a panda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The viral Look at this crazy motherfucker just beating up a panda, just hooking off. They're, They're endangered, it. Alfred. They're endangered. Yeah. <laughs> no. You see that one panda he made cry? Oh
2: my god. <laughs> <laughs> he had a family. <laughs> oh my god. Good time.
1: Hey, hey guys, that yeah. was a lot of fun.
2: It, that really was. Like, you thank you so so much for having us on. Uh, this has been great. Like I said, top notch questions, man. You are the best in the biz with questions for sure.
1: Yeah, if if you like that i don't know if you uh uh listen to uh or if you wanna listen to some questions you can check out uh on the r l u raw live Unedited podcasting network i hosted a a string of uh, jeopardy shows among I, the uh, among saw- the different among the different shows on the network yeah um, yeah and we then we had a uh uh, championship round with all the different winners, so that was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, I legitimately have that bookmark. I saw that and I was like, "Oh, I bet, I bet, Lucky's going to ask some questions." That's my favorite thing. And <laughs> yeah, so. some
1: of the later shows, I had hope with the questions, but uh, the first, the first couple, the, they were all mine. So, but yes, that was a lot of fun. Um, Thank we you.
2: Sorry, I didn't mean somebody, but we definitely gotta bring you on our show too, man. You Absolutely. gotta we gotta do this comic crossover, man. The the Dork bringing Dork Dad into the CBCU.
1: Absolutely, man. Um But again, yeah, thanks for uh coming on the show and why don't you let everybody know where they can find you, Alfred?
2: Yeah, uh I mean you can find me uh on I mean, I, I when I, am I on social media? Oh, um, you know, I'm trying to remember. It's like actually Alfred or something like that. I don't remember my tag name. Wow. Wow. it frequently. <laughs> I'm on and Instagram. Casually. Alfred. The the game. Casually. Alfred. That's where Trust. I'm at. free throw line. They're called free throws. All you gotta do is make two of them. Kauai, and We can hey, win man, a chance. Nick Anderson. Okay. Uh, Uh, Yeah, casually, Alfred, (laughs) on social media, or, of course, hit up the podcast, um, com and uh, give it a listen. Awesome. Uh, And and the Comic
1: Book Cove, or Collector's Cove.
2: Collector's Cove, right, Right. Collector's Cove, uh, Collector's Cove Essay on Instagram, and Collector's Cove uh, Inc. on eBay. Uh, There's an eBay store as well, so Collector's Cove Inc., or uh, you can just type in Collector's Cove into the search, and it'll pop up.
1: Right. And, Chris, where can people follow your shenanigans?
0: I mean, if you want to catch his hands, we can scrap outside North Star Mall. That name, that's any day. Oh, um, come on, dude. <laughs> you know, for real, you'd say Ingram, and you know
2: it. South I, know. Know. Well, I
0: don't want him to die. He's my co No, you can hit up at uh, Mystical Threats on Twitter. If you want, that's uh, that's that's Wong. That's my alias from Wong, account, yeah. character. All right. Um, but uh, he handles more of the mystical threats. Um, right. So, if you don't like my takes, either catch me at North Star or hit me up on Twitter.
1: All right. All right, everybody. everybody. And until next time, thanks for listening, and I'll see you later.
2: A young, lovable, humble type of guy. And everything is to the back with a little slack. Cause inside out, is we're gonna, we to whack.